Jamie. I I thought I was good at fantasy MLS. I I really I really did. I won both the spring and fall seasons last year. I had I had 56 points last week, which was not very good. I was feeling terrible about it. Um, so I had Taylor Twalman come in and weigh in on my team's performance. Uh, let's take a listen now. Yeah, that's all I have to say. It's, it was an embarrassment. Well said, Taylor. I think that was <laughs> um, that was very fitting. I'm glad you could fit that into your FC Cincinnati Sporting Kansas City responsibilities. Make sure that you take a break from <laughs> analyzing that game to analyze Steve McPherson. It was a long phone. Team. We had a long phone call. It was. I mean, you know, I taped it, of course. Um, but you know, he was he was helping me out. So. And what was he saying just before that about your your new your new look with your shaved beard? He didn't like, he said that was an embarrassment as well. You didn't want to play that he said, recording. He said, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, anyways, everybody, welcome to the seventh edition. I got to do the intro now. Welcome to the seventh edition of the Fantasy 15 here on Sound of the Loons. My name is Steve McPherson, Fantasy Dud, and I am joined by my man, Jamie Watson. We're here to talk fantasy MLS. We're back to kick off another week of MLS fantasy, our first double game week with 15 minutes on your 15 roster slots. We'll talk a little bit about what happened last week because I don't want to talk about that at all. A bunch about what we think is going to happen this week, and maybe we'll squeeze in some strategy, although I'm running out of tips because clearly nothing I'm doing is working. Um, Mr. Watson. First off, I want to ask you this because you had probably the most um, exciting start to a fantasy week that anybody could have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you're 30 seconds into a game on the Friday night game, the first one of the week, can I, can you I just have tell a the defender. Story? Can you I just tell the story? I would love to hear your story. Okay. So I re I look at too much fantasy stuff. Like I, there's a lot of people I look at a lot of people who know stuff. And I think, I think too much about a lot of this, you know? And so, uh, I had a bunch of guys in that I liked. I liked my lineup, you know, it's coming down to the wire, but I'm trying to squeeze out a little more value. Um, I wanted to get Ibrahimovic in there, um, which I which I did, which was good. Genius. To to do that, I took out of my lineup Nick DeLeon, um, who he had uh, ten points. Um, no, I, took, I know he was on my I, team. I took him out. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and I switched him out for a little known guy, Ali Adnan, who was a million cheaper and had had a good week the week before. And I thought this could be good. Okay, so I put him in right, and then instantly I'm like, I'm a genius, right? A minute into the game, as he grabs the ball, penalty kick, walking up to take a penalty. I can only I was imagine like, a your defender face scoring We're, a penalty kick. This will be amazing. We are sixty <laughs> seconds into the fantasy week, and my defender is about to score. Surely he is going to score. I mean, yeah, right. You know, like, and then, and then the Penanka of all failed Penankas. The, he botched the Penanka. It hit the ground four feet in front of the net. Don't even know, honest to God, with that much backspin and on turf. I don't know if if David Bingham flies the other way and he cannot get back to it. I honest to God, I don't know if that goes into the net. It was like it was like when I throw the ball to my three year old, like I roll it on the floor to my three year old and she just catches it. That yeah. was Dave. That was David Bingham's responsibility right there. And, and what if you're a David Bingham owner? I mean, hey, great, save a penalty, save the easiest penalty ever. Thank um, you, Adnan. Here's a couple extra bonus points. I, so uh, he and then Adnan ended up with negative one point. <laughs> It was great. Uh, Foreshadowing, I joined in the negative category momentarily. Okay. Ibrahimic for you, though, 13 points. Yes. 
He was like, my, that was, that was basically my boom. Uh, we, we didn't do it in the organized way, but Kelvin Lairdem got me nine, which was nice. I squeezed him at the last minute. So squeeze him in there. So definitely wanted some ownership of the uh, Seattle, Seattle defense against Colorado. Um, I had the opposite side, his opposite wing back, uh, Brad Smith. Um, boom for me. I mean, look, you had Waylon Francis. I uh, got 11 points, another shutout. Um, Diego Rossi had him. Solid I actually work. thought about captaining him. Yeah. But it would have been a good move. It would have been a great move, but obviously the Pozuelo infatuation is, is yeah. peak right now. Pozuelo's great, so. He's so great. Yes, he's great. Uh, fantasy dot for you? Uh, uh, well, other than most of my team, a real disappointment here for me. Diego Huge. Valeri. Well, yes, another one, missed penalty. One point. Another missed penalty. Yeah. He totaled one point. Super disappointing out of you, though. Schoolboy air. You left in Gaston Sara, who by yeah. all indications should have been playing. Yes. Yeah. I saw that. It was like, it happened at that. It, that was one of those times where I didn't have, I wasn't able to check my roster at that moment. You know, if you miss that half hour window ish, you of know, course. So you're like, Oh, well, so I saw he didn't play. He's my, he's my guy. He's been great for me. So he's been fantastic for you. And, and I, I wouldn't be shocked actually with the algorithm. No, he didn't change this week. I was wondering the way it's Would gone. Still go up. Yeah, like Wayne Rooney for me. Yeah. Obviously, my bust of the week, negative two points. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did not lose any money, though. Yeah. With negative points. So yeah. I'll take that. Maybe, yeah. So it's uh, it's bad. Uh, it's terrible. Um, it was bad. I, was, I rolled the dice at the end. I left enough bank, money in the bank to make changes if I needed to going into Sunday. Sure. When I saw the two lineups of FC Cincinnati and Sporting Kansas City, I actually scrapped what I had and I worked in three FC Cincinnati players. Hmm. Two different because my bench had got nothing. And I right. had um two players on buys. Here's a little tip that I like to do. Okay, let's go let's go to the tips. We'll go to a tip because I think this is very useful. If you are going to use a player, you want to you want to exercise the switcheroo. Right. If you are going to use a player, I noticed Kevin Partita is a guy for you who's recovering from an ACL tear. He's at $4.0 million. He's been a guy that I use a lot. Yeah. But the problem is with him, he played earlier on in the day. What I like to do is I like to go to the game that has the latest start in the week. This week it was Sporting Kansas City. And I find if there's somebody that has $4 million on there that um, I want to put on the bench and they actually have two players so I decided with the weaker lineup, sure, I was not going to put a lot of Sporting Kansas City players in. I like to go to the latest game possible and work my way back. Mm-hmm. So if there was, um, you know, FC Cincinnati was the latest start, okay, that's that's one as well. Then you go to the late Saturday night games because if you right. put in a 4.0 player who's the first game of the week, you can't change your yeah. lineup. Yeah. And once my bench started getting next to nothing production-wise, we had one, two, and then one, I realized the switcheroo was not going to really be in play. So I took that little bit of extra money. I took my 4.0 bi-week players that were in the last game, mm-hmm. and I put in Greg Garza, Kendall Waston, and I was able to squeeze in Bertone as well. Now, look, sure. it didn't pay off this week, but it gave me the option to yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. But if you were to put a player that has a 4.0 uh, valuation that has an earlier kickoff, then there's no flexibility. In yeah. Little yeah. tip, little pro tip. Maintaining flexibility is really important. I, I made the move to put in Stefan kind of late uh, because I was like, I got to get something out of the goalkeeper spot because I was getting nothing. And he did um, like he has all week it was or decent. all season. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I won't talk about the fact that like in switching around, I managed to take out Daniel Vega who finally had a, a, a really good, game. but did not go up in value. <laughs> did not go up. He's still 4 million, but he's so. a guy to have on your bench this week. Yeah. Like a double game week. Yeah. Put him on your bench with the <laughs> algorithm. You'd assume he's going to make his way up 
the charts somewhat if yeah. he has half decent of yeah. a game. Yeah, I believe in all your advice. Um, obviously, you've now beaten me again. So, uh, so four you're, two you're, you're on the season on top, which is great. Uh, my only problem is that I, I think I tinker too much. So I think this week I'm going to take my finger off the mouse button. Uh, you know, come you know, like I obviously there's a game tonight. It's Tuesday. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday, so things are going to get rolling. Uh, and I think I should just I should just let let it go a little bit. I was going to do autofill this week because I was like, I threatened it. You know, I hit the autofill button and it gave me like Tim Howard and goal. And I was like, I can't, I'm sorry, no, I can't do no, this. No, no, like, no, thank I can't you. do this. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's what I want to get into. Our very first double, double game, game week. week. All right. Double game yes. week. These double are fun. game week. These are super fun. Let's I don't go, have a, Steve. I don't, have, I don't have a sound effect for that, but uh, we'll it's work just on me one singing. Of those. It's just you singing. All right. Let's talk a little bit about what are some, what are some of the matchups you like this week? I'm I, like everybody it's all in this week on double game weeks. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing uh, to try to fit as many players from each team as you can. But I'll be honest with you. My tactic actually only has um, one defender that has a double game week. Okay. Because I don't love the match. I get the appeal of having two games. Obviously two is bigger than one. If my sure. Daytona state college math is right. So I have Bill Hamid in goal. Mm-hmm. And then I've gone Daniel Vega on the bench. I Solid. Think it, I think that's reasonable. And then Bill Hamid is definitely worth the lift this week. I mean, eight point two is a lot for your goalkeeper, but he's got two good matchups uh, against Montreal and Colorado. So uh, one's at home, and then you have Colorado away. But Colorado, look, they can score goals. So maybe the shut up bonus is really in play tonight on Tuesday. I mean, Montreal still doesn't have Piotti. They. You know, and they just, haven't looked no. as dangerous going forward. Certainly not. Well, so I mean, for me, I, it, it's about working in as many big name players for me as you can. There's sure. only a few single game players just because this is where the first time we're going to see you can only have three players from a team. This yeah, year. that's a lot more challenging. Otherwise, there's weeks, four yeah. teams right now. If or four teams that had double game weeks, if you were to play four players from From four teams, you you can fill out your full roster right there and have room to spare. So, yeah. Yeah. I think my, my, my counter to that is that I think I've developed a new fantasy rule, um, which again, I I had other rules. I threw them out. Um, I put them in the compost and they're now uh, decaying. So you Uh, should have a good week. Yeah, I hope so. I'm, I'm following the Costanza just do the opposite, you know, like, cause like Ladero is somebody who I have been like, Ladero is great. And then every week I play him, he gets like, three points and every week I don't, he does well. So I'm going to play him because my impulse would be to not play him. But uh, my other rule for this season it, at this point is APV. Always play Vela. Always play so Vela. So he's only got a single game, but I mean, at home against FC Cincinnati and the guy is just on a tear. So I got to make room for Vela in my lineup. I don't blame you one bit. I, I can't fault you for that decision. I think that's a great one. He is a hefty price over 13 I know. million. I got to get points though. I can't, I can't, I can't play money ball anymore. Like I, I, you, you know, built your value up. You're happy with your value. No, it's, it's not where I want it to be. But at this point, it's like, you got to start making that change over into, we just got to play with what you got. Yeah. And if there's, if there's rises, then fantastic. But, um, another gonna, option, I will say this though, for this week. And I tinkered with this idea going no switcheroo. Sure. Put all of your money on the field this week. Yeah. Because there's double game weeks, you can fill up your starting players with double game weeks right there. Yeah. And assume that they are not going to get outplayed by guys guys on the bench. Sure. And try to go that route if you'd like. Yeah. I made them. I, I've I, right now I have it set up with 
I have some switcheroos, but the guys who are on the bench are all like $4 million guys who might or might not play in double game situations. So if some of them, you know, if, if I get a, if I get, get four or five points out of the bench, okay. You know, that, that's, I mean, otherwise those guys would just be nothing. So, right. so you get this way, you get three shots. You know, I've got three guys for two spots on the, on, on the field. So, I don't hate it. you know, those guys could get something in there, but it's, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think the matchups, I think DC's is great. We got to remember Rooney is out the first game. So, you know, it's effectively not a double game week for him. He's still in play as a player. You know, I mean, he's obviously one game for Rooney is, is as good as two for a lot of other players. Um, Seattle is, uh, is the other favorite, obviously in the double game week situation here, playing Colorado and then hosting Toronto. Toronto is obviously getting better. They're putting it together with Pozuelo, but they're still, they still drew Chicago last week. They're still, I feel like they're not. And they're on the road this week at Seattle. Yeah. Which is very tough. So I'm, again, I'm keeping Ladero. I'm going to get some, some other Seattle guys in there. Um, a couple, a couple compelling budget options. I think people should think about, uh, memo Rodriguez for Houston. I really like that matchup against San Jose who, I mean, obviously they got good against Portland, but you know, that, that's Portland. Yeah. Who give me, at, give so. me more than just one out of six before I start to believe in yeah. San Jose. Yeah. So Memo Rodriguez is like 6.1, um, is a good option. If you, if you've got a bunch of high price midfielders and you need to fill in that last slot, another guy to look at Cole Bassett mm. from Colorado, double yeah. game week sitting at $5.4 million with an 11 point game in his back pocket value wise. Yeah. 5.4 million double game week. I mean, look two home games. It's not the worst scenario for this guy just as a, he's been playing 90 minutes. He's played 90 minutes consecutively in the last three games. Yeah. So he's getting an opportunity to, he's just gotten his, his first professional goal. So, I mean, I think right now, 5.4 million at the very least, he gives you two opportunities to get points sure. and he also gives you a chance to increase in value if you're still looking to raise your value. Yeah. I also like, um, I would keep an eye on SKC sort of along the lines of what you're saying, which is the, that for that last game of the week. Um, I like Fantas as, as an option for a single game uh, defender. He's 6 million. So he's sort of, you know, he's not a bargain basement for a defender, but a lot lower than the guys who are, you know, sort of seven, seven and a half guys. Um, and that's, they're, you know, that's SKC at home against the Red Bull side, which is still not really clicking. Um, entirely. So that's not a bad option. Like, you know, some of those guys, again, late in the week, you could sort of talking about your strategy of sort of keeping some of those guys in the, uh, keeping those guys out there, you can move them in or move them out or something like that. So obviously Busio back-to-back goals. So yeah. his value is going to be increasing. He's a cheap value as well. So just something to keep in mind for that single game later yeah. on in the week. Yeah. I, 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 it was a terrible week, but I am, I am ever optimistic that a turnaround in my fortunes is as you should. We're starting double game weeks now. Yeah. This is where it gets fun, right? This so. is the optimism. It's like, you know, the first five weeks, six weeks were practice <laughs> week seven. Let's go. Yeah. I, who knows? I'm in it now. So I'm having a good time. You need deep in it. The listeners would be devastated if you weren't anymore. <laughs> so what do we do? We fall off the horse. We get right back on it. Exactly. This is, I'm, uh, this is one of my favorite quotes, Winston Churchill, which is when you're going through hell, Keep going. Yeah, I think there was a song. Which might need to be my new sign-off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> from this podcast. Yeah. But in any case, okay, uh, my solemn vow from the beginning has been to keep this podcast to 15 minutes. We're just there right now. And because I'm a man of my word, we've come to the end, my friends. For Jamie Watson and Minnesota United, I'm Steve McPherson. And remember, don't let your fantasies be dreams. Make your dreams come true. Mm-hmm.